Welcome back to the Todd Duncan Podcast. A member of the industry syndicate. This is where success happens. Todd's goal is to transform your business and life through deeper connections, higher trust, and proven strategies to help you win and give you your best life ever. Here's your host, Todd Duncan. I have a professor that was a very committed professor to, if you will, the idea of learning, growing, and getting better. I didn't really fully comprehend at that point in college what that that meant actually, but I soon found out as about a year and a half later, I entered the mortgage business and I was off to the races and selling and all the excitement that comes along with that. And I can honestly say the idea that I want to share with you is an idea that I need to just, before I give it to you, ask you to just um, contemplate in the deepest sense of being honest with yourself. And then the second thing I want you to do is ask yourself as we go through this, if this would change your life. Okay. And I think hopefully by those two questions, you're going to get some muscle out of this lesson. So what was it uh, from my professor at uh, the age of 22 that kind of rocked my world, that got me kind of on the, the, the learning journey, if you will? Well, what he said in our college class is he said two things. He said the first thing was that readers are leaders. And he built a whole case that usually there's a relationship between the knowledge that you get, what you do with that knowledge in the marketplace, and the leadership that you attain in the marketplace. So it doesn't matter if you're a loan officer or a branch manager, a, you know, a divisional vice president, maybe you're the founder of your company, maybe you're the CEO, um, maybe you've been a couple of those positions, right? Here's what I know, is I, is I know that there is a relationship between what we read and who we become. And I learned that very, very early in my career. And so readers are leaders. And he went on to talk about what does leadership actually look like? And leadership means that if you have that position and you have earned the right to lead, that you are sought after, that people follow you because they realize by following you, they are better off than they would be by not following you. And so from a pure leadership standpoint, it is critical for you to to answer the question, are my customers following me? And if so, why? Uh, If I'm a leader in business and I have a sales team, is my sales team following me? And if not, why? And if I am trying to attract business in the marketplace, am I attracting it at the pace and, uh, and the dollarization that I kind of envisioned and, and, and want to realize in my business? And if not, why not? And I think it generally comes down to the overarching concept of reading. Now, you can imagine at the age 22 in college, for me, there was no internet yet. Uh, you basically got your intel from books. You got your intel from audio cassette programs, you got your intel maybe from the library, certainly maybe magazines, but you didn't have on-demand intel. You didn't have an immediate opportunity to type in something you need, have it come up, uh, pick the, the, the variation that you want, and learn on the fly. So I think today that I want to make sure you understand Reading today is conceptual, and it could mean reading, it could be listening, it could be watching, uh, you know, it could be all of those things combined. But generally speaking, this concept behind readership, the gaining of knowledge, readers are leaders. Okay, so that was the first thing I learned. The second thing I learned in my college class was that um, learners are earners. So this idea of if I want to earn, if I want to earn a place in the market, if I want to earn positional authority because of my sales numbers and growth, if I want to 
earn more money in the marketplace as a result of the, the service that I provide and, and what I do to consult and add value, then I need to be a learner. And so the idea is if I can learn at a faster pace than my competition, generally speaking, I will be a leader and therefore then more sought after. If my competition learns at a faster pace than me, they can out-negotiate me, they can out-prospect me, they can out-deal-make me, they probably can outperform me, and at the end of the day, they're probably going to out-earn me. So as you think about this, I want you to, to think about the discipline of, of learning, uh, how that translates for you into earning. And what I know about this being the number one habit is that without knowledge, you cannot build wealth. Without deployed knowledge, with architected knowledge in play, you cannot build wealth. And it's not so much that I want to send the message that this whole episode is about wealth. What I do want to send is a message that this episode is about opportunity. And what I want you to be in to, to ask yourself and, and take a look at is the speed and the velocity with which you are learning, okay? So there's three things that, as I recall, my commitment to, to, uh, to read and, and as I looked at my first several years as a loan originator, as by that time I became, became every month the number one or number two originator in my company, and I began to, to really understand the power of leadership and wealth, um, I have to say three things came to mind about reading. And I want to share these with you. One is I found that reading produced a constant flow of ideas. And I believed in my business that there was a gap between um, where people were, prospects, in this case, realtors and builders, and where they needed to be in terms of their own education in the marketplace. If I could be the provider of ideas, if I could learn at a faster pace than my very clients could learn at, and I could share those ideas with them, that would be extremely valuable. And so I bought off on the idea at the age of 24 that if I had more knowledge than my clients had, that I would be a leader in the marketplace and I would out-earn my competition. So my whole commitment was, what does it look like to be a high-performing real estate agent, a high-performing builder? What does it look like to be a high-performing business person? How could I aggregate all those ideas and then on demand be a business solutionist, as I mentioned on a previous episode, this idea of bringing solutions to the marketplace. So I realized that if I didn't read, I wouldn't get the ideas. And if I didn't get the ideas, then I wouldn't be able to deploy the knowledge. And if I didn't deploy the knowledge, I wouldn't be able to build wealth, right? So I remember reading every real estate book I could. I remember going to every seminar that was out there. I went to Tom Hopkins and Floyd Wickman and Mike Ferry and uh, Howard Britton. I bought Daniel Kennedy's books. I bought, I bought every book I can. I, I learned as much as I could about selling real estate so that as a lender, I could be in this position of authority and give advice that would make a difference. Now, what's interesting is that because of that, word got out and it will get out for you. The more you know and the more you deploy the knowledge you know, the more you're going to attract people to your business that you want to deliver solutions to who need you. And the ultimate position, although it's not one of attitude or, or being condescending or anything like that, it is the ultimate position of knowing that if people need you more than you need them because you're a knowledge base, we need doctors more than the doctors need us. Now, a doctor arguably needs patients to stay in business, but we need doctors because we need health advice, right? We need doctors because we need surgical advice. We need advice on you know this or that or the other thing. And we need them because they have knowledge we don't have. It's that simple. 
And so if you can continue to gain knowledge that can be deployed, then you put yourself in this unenvi unenviable position, enviable position, excuse me, where you're going to be reading and learning and earning through the ideas that you share. The second reason why this is important is this idea of experience. And what I mean by that is other people's experience. I don't have all the answers, even now after being in the high performance learning distribution business for the better part of 25 years, I don't have all the answers. Um, nobody has all the answers. And so if I can read at a faster pace and I can learn at a faster pace and anytime something comes up that um, I wanna make sure I either harness or lock onto or learn from, I wanna do that as fast as possible. I wanna learn how to lead a business better. I wanna learn how to invest better. I wanna learn how to uh, achieve margin better. I want to be able to, whatever the case may be, right? And so um, authors by design, and in today's world, bloggists and uh, people that distribute content on the internet for free, uh, they have a deep desire to share that information, to share those ideas. And uh, it's amazing what you can learn from other people. Uh, one of our disciplines at our house is watching Super Soul Sunday. It's an Oprah Winfrey production. And she is always interviewing people that have a high performance outlook on different elements of life. Uh, there's a worldwide ecosystem called Masterclass. The reason why you would study Masterclass is you would learn from people that are at a master level so that you can deliver more to the marketplace. The whole idea behind TED and TED Talks was the idea of compartmentalizing content into 18 minutes or less and distributing that content so that people could learn. And then learners are, are earners and earners want to read more. And if you read, you lead. And then if you lead, you earn. And if you earn, you get the idea here, right? So that's, I think, super critical. And then uh, beyond ideas and experience is this idea of wisdom. And the beauty about reading is that it produces in you wisdom untested. Now listen to that, the power of wisdom untested. What does that mean? It means that there's two ways to gain wisdom. One is through personal experience. The other is through other people's experience. So this actually produces more wisdom. And when you have wisdom in life and you have wisdom in business, you can make smart choices. And, and, and one of the great life questions, one of the great business decisioning questions is, what is the wise thing to do? And if you don't have wisdom, you can't make wise choices. And the wisdom and the wiseness that goes into deployed wisdom can save you years and years and years of unnecessary toil. It can save you years and years and years of financial loss. It can accelerate everything good that you want to have happen in your business and life. But it gets down to a discipline. So I've made the, the discipline of studying material, other people's works. I've made the decision of, of not only crafting my own content, but I've made the bigger decision to learn faster than my community learns. And that doesn't mean anything other than if I can learn faster than my community and my high trust tribe learn, then they will look to me always for guidance. The fact that we are uh, launching into our 25th year of the Sales Mastery event and that we've served over, you know, just knocking on the door of 60,000 real estate agents and loan officers and uh, leaders and managers is testament to the fact that if I can continue to deliver content that makes a difference in people's lives because I'm reading faster than they're 
reading, I'm learning faster than they're learning, I'm deploying things they don't know in a way that they trust and use, and then they succeed. I can't tell you how many businesses in 25 years have been jump-started because they've learned ideas from me that I've learned from others that they've gone out and implemented, and now they're doing the same thing. And I'm gonna tell you right now, knowledge never gets obsoleted. It never becomes obsolete. There is wisdom. Now there's, there's shelf life knowledge, but then there's principle-centered knowledge. Uh, this book uh, is, is one of my treasures. It's The Power of Positive Thinking, and this is one of Norman Vincent Peale's greatest works. And I was getting ready to record this episode, and I opened it up, and uh, it's autographed from him to somebody else. So I bought this at, a, at a, uh, an auction. And the date of his autograph is September 1955. So this book is in excess. This physical book that I am holding is in excess of 60 years old and contains knowledge that today, if you read this, could change your life forever. I came across a book um, about a decade ago. Um, this book I have to treat very, very gingerly. You can see that it's a fairly thick book. Um, the book is 133 years old, and the book is entitled The Royal Path of Life. I was so blown away by this book as a gift, and the first chapter is called Life, and the last chapter is called Death, and everywhere in between are chapter upon chapter upon chapter that should lead you to the royal path of life. I went online and at the time I bought every copy of this I could find in the world. I purchased 23 copies of this book because it was so profound and I gave it away as gifts. I promise you right now that in modern day living in the society in which we are inundated by internet messaging, I can open this book to any chapter and gain wisdom unlike anything that is a modern day wisdom. And I can take from the Chronicles and uh, you know, the, uh, the knowledge vaults of history hundreds of years ago, and arguably even thousands when you think about this, and I can use that information to make a difference. So why is this all important? Why is this the only habit you need for building wealth? Pretty straightforward. All of this equals worth. All of this combined equals worth. And when you focus on your worth, in other words, the value that you bring to the marketplace, then what you do is you open up the door for wealth. And I just want you to think about this as you contemplate this lesson. I want you to think about, is this a habit for me yet? Is this something that I am dialed into on a regular basis? Because I can tell you right now, the people that get on in the world and the people that achieve greatness and the people that make big things happen are people that are readers, people that are learners, they are leaders, they are earners.